This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. This episode of 20th Century Boy is brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Radio Mike. Guys, we just started the new and improved Pat and Mike show, which follows up on the biggest topics we talk about on this show. Plus, each week you get the TCB Overflow, which is an extra 20 minutes of listening to me. So if you get to the end of the podcast and you want a little bit more, jump on the Patreon for as little as a dollar a month and get access to two bonus podcasts every week. The Patreon is overflowing with content. See you there. It's time to do, 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 Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Telegram Sam. And this the inside of my mind. Um Welcome to the show, guys. Radio Mike here, not Telegram Sam, but um, at the start of each show, as you know, uh, unless you're new to the show, in which case, welcome, um, I do a new name. Often they're RM-themed, like Rational Milo or something like that. New format, though, and feel free to submit your own, right? Telegram Sam, any other... Because I'm Radio Mike. Any other form, any other form of media that you think could be funny that maybe rhymes or has a fun ring to it. Telegram Sam was a great one that I thought of. Um, so yeah, that's just a little, there's your homework for this week's episode. Um, been a big week and welcome to 20th Century Boy, a podcast about me, Radio Mike, not Telegram Sam, a writer and producer from here in Melbourne, just trying to make his way through life, to be honest. And um, things are going good. This podcast is a weekly one-sided conversation between me and you. You can't respond live, but you can respond by any of our social media channels, i.e. radiomikepod at gmail.com. Tweet about the show at It's Radio Mike on Twitter. DM me on Instagram, radio.mike. Follow us on YouTube. Watch some short clips of this show. You know, it's easy to get in touch. So if you're one of those people who's sitting there listening right now and you're like, I've never gotten in touch with old Mikey, with old Telegram Sam, but I'd love to. I have so many thoughts on his fantastic podcast and I'd love to share them with him. If you've never gotten in touch, get in touch this week. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, this podcast, it's the conversations you wish you were having, right? Because actually, I wasn't supposed to talk about this at the top, but I think I just I just will. Um, I, I've actually realized that a lot of my friends now don't want to be friends with me anymore because essentially, like you guys listen to this podcast and it's the conversations you wish you were having, right? It's the conversations that you want to be having with your friends IRL. You guys listen to this podcast, you're like, oh, Mike, he's got so much interesting stuff to say. He's always full of new, insightful, fun things to say. But the thing is, a lot of my friends have realized, and a lot of them have actually said this to me, that basically when I hang out with my friends, I'm actually saying stuff that ends up being on this podcast, right? Because the way I like tell stories on this pod and the way that I talk on this podcast, it's how I talk in real life. I'm not putting on a podcast voice. This is actually how I talk, which some people think is weird. Like some people don't think that I actually speak this way. I've been told I have a very recognizable voice and 
yeah, this is how I speak. And then I go out with my friends and I'm like saying stuff that I think is funny, you know, conversations I wish I was having with my friends. I say stuff, I structure it as if it's a podcast break because that's how I have adapted to tell stories in my real life. And then my friends listen to my podcast and like, oh, you were saying exactly that like the last time we hung out. So now when I listen to your podcast, I know everything you've been thinking about and talking about. And then I feel like either I don't need to listen to your podcast or I don't need to hang out with you because you're going to say the same thing. So really, I'm recycling conversations now. I'm just recycling stuff. I was, I was briefly seeing this girl a few few months ago and she was like, oh, I, 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 I told her the Frankie Muniz thing from a few weeks ago. I was telling her about the Frankie Muniz thing, about how Frankie Muniz is my hero. He's lived three lifetimes in 30 years, whatever. And then she was like, then she saw the clip of it on Instagram. She was like, oh, that was like exactly how you said it to me. Because this is, the, the, that's the thing about this podcast. It, if, you, if you had any doubt that this was an authentic reflection of who I am, it is. Because I'm literally saying this stuff to my friends in real life. And I'm like, oh. And then I, I have, Saturday night, I was out to drinks with some friends and I was saying, I made a joke about the singer Pink. I won't, I won't um, say it on this episode. I'll do it on another episode because it's funny. And I, I have, I've got heaps of stuff to talk about today. And I did it and everyone laughed and I was like, oh, that's such a great rave for my podcast. So I get out my Discord and I write a little note in the Discord and I, in, in my Discord and I just go, Pink, Gag, Rave, Podcast. <laughs> so, and then my friends are like, ah, oh, well, I guess we'll, we won't listen to the podcast this week. Anyway, this is a funny thing I've noticed about my life is that all of my friends are basically getting... Seriously, if you listen to this podcast, you are just hanging out with me. You're essentially just hanging out with me for an hour because... If you were hanging out with me as one of my like IRL friends, you would just be, this is what I would be talking about. The, the stuff on this podcast is the conversations you wish you were having with me. That's what this podcast is. It's like, there is no more authentic podcast in this country. All the stuff I'm saying you would hear if you were one of my best friends hanging out with me on a Saturday night. Anyway, I digress. A few messages have come in from the fantastic listeners of this podcast uh, Patreon lunchtime, one of our Patreon supporters, uh, said a few months ago that he was going to do a weekly review of every episode. Um, his message came in on Patreon. Hey, Mike, have done zero more thoughts messages since I said I would do it weekly over a month ago. Classic. Classic, classic this podcast saying you're going to do something, then just not doing it. So I thought I'd give some thoughts on the last couple of apps. Firstly, Biggest lull since you returned was definitely when you said Michael Jackson was the king of pedos instead of the king of pop. So unexpected, but I literally laughed out loud. Secondly, I absolutely support the movement that you should watch the show New Girl. It's probably my favourite show of all time, even better than The Office, which I also love. Speaking of which, did you know Pam and Angela from the show The Office do a rewatch podcast called Office Ladies? I highly recommend if you watch The Office again, you will. I did know that, actually. Also, you mentioned in a Patreon show a week or two ago, you were considering doing a live show. I am. I'd definitely be keen to attend if you did it in Melbourne. Awesome. That's great. Let me know. We are talking about doing a live show either for Harry Potter and the Boys or 20th Century Boy. Would love your guys' input. Would you come? It would be in Melbourne because I'm in Melbourne. Um, But would you come if you're Melbourne-based? I mean, my biggest fear about it is that no one will show up and it'll be an embarrassing failure. Um, But I don't know. Let me know if you'd come. Um 
couple more things just quickly following up on from last week. Patreo Cyber Sleuth George. Uh Georgia, long-term listener of this show. I always forget if her name is Georgia or Georgina. I'm so sorry. I think it's actually Georgina. I'm really sorry, Cyber Sleuth George. Um, Long-term listener of this show and and fan of this show. Um, Last week talked about the Black Eyed Peas song, Where Is The Love? And uh, I spoke about how I literally never, ever knew that this was Justin Timberlake. And uh, did it into a clip on TikTok. It's now the third most viral thing I've ever done with over 250,000 views. Lots of people shared that. Didn't know that it was Justin Timberlake. Uh, Cyber Sleuth George, though, has written into the show. Hey, Mike, I think you're the only one who didn't know it was JT and Where Is The Love. I remember back when the film clip came out, I was devastated he wasn't in it and they just mimed his parts. Well, Cyber Sleuth George, you would be mistaken. Go and look in the comments of the TikTok video. Lots of people... Did not know it was Justin Timberlake. Uh, Didn't get this person's name, but another message came in. Apologies. Welcome to the radio family. You'll know who you are. I'm very sorry. I didn't write your name down. I also spoke last week about the Kmart customer service guy. I said it was the same guy in every Kmart. Customer assistance to the service desk. Thank you. Customer assistance to the service desk, please. Uh, This person wrote in, hey, Mike, and this is a bit of a bombshell, actually. I can confirm that the customer service message in Kmart is pre-recorded. <laughs> Explosion sound effect, put it in post, Mike. I might not do that. <laughs> You'll know if I did it or not. And usually goes off when someone hits the press for assistance buttons. Well, it was in the Kmart I worked in anyway. Incredible. Thought that was such a bombshell. It is a pre-recorded message. I might go into my local Kmart and ask them. But anyway... We've also been talking on the show recently about things you didn't know, but you should have known. For instance, I talked about how I didn't know that broken record, the saying you sound like a broken record meant a broken vinyl record, not a broken world record. And uh, we also had someone in last week who uh, didn't know that the phrase, you know what they say about people who assume it makes an ass out of you and me. He didn't know that that was spelling the word assume. And a few people, including, I believe, uh, Patreo Pugapilla, wrote to me and said, I didn't know that either. Crazy, right? Some things you just miss. Now, have two this week, two really interesting ones. The first one comes in through the podcast hotline. You can call the podcast hotline anytime and please do. Love getting your voices on the show. Um, it's, uh, here it is. If you've got a contribution to the podcast, there's only one number you see. Go on it. 1-800-438-353, Patreo Scooter. Of course, if you're a Patreon spotter, you get the name Patreo instead of radio. Patreo Scooter has sent in a voice message. Now, this is an interesting one. I'm just going to play it out for you guys and uh, let me know what you think about it because Patreo Scooter sent in this to the hotline and uh, take a listen to it. Let me know if you knew this. Hey, Radio Mike. It's Radio Scooter here calling in from the UK. Um just on the topic of things that you didn't know that you probably should have known. Now, I don't know if you know this, or maybe I'm going to blow your mind too, but I found out last year that a pickle was just a pickled cucumber. (laughs) Um, I mean, maybe that was really obvious to everyone, but 
why, if it's a pickled cucumber, why is it called a pickle? Why isn't it called a pickled cucumber? Like a pickled egg is, is a pickled egg. A pickled onion is a pickled onion. And a pickled cucumber is just a pickle. And then what's a gherkin? Is a gherkin just a pickle? Because at my local chip shop, it says pickled gherkins, 60p. Like, what's going on? But apparently a pickle is just a pickled cucumber. Anyway, bye. I did know that. I, I agree with you that it is weird. I think I did know that. I think it comes up from time to time, like you just hear it. But it is another interesting one. Let me know if you knew that. And finally, from Radio Dimbot. Welcome to the radio family, Radio Dimbot. I think this is your first ever contribution to the to the show, sorry. This one I love. I love that someone didn't know this. Listen to this. Recently, I realised by myself that FFS stood for, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I thought it was the sound you make when you're pissed off. So he thought it was like this, where you like, <laughs> I think he thought it was that. <laughs> Onomatopoeia type thing. Arguably my theory is right, but my friend made me feel like a dumbass Lameo. It's okay, Mike, but you never cease to entertain me. Thanks, Radio Dimbo. Appreciate that. Um, send in your things you didn't know. We might get a segment sweeper made up for this just to formalise it a little bit. But yeah, send them in and let me know if you didn't know those things. I, I've got a bunch to talk about on today's show, bunch of stuff happening. The first thing I wanted to um, to say was I've been using, uh, like what I've realised is everything in my life that I talk about in this podcast again just sort of links up to everything else because a while ago on the show... I talked about how Uber sucks now. Went moderately viral as well. Talked about Uber sucks now, right? And you can't get an Uber anymore and it's really it's really shit. It's really hard to get an Uber, blah, blah, blah. So because of that, now in Melbourne where I live, there's all these um, e-scooters now that you can scan the QR code, you, you go on them and there's like their neuron scooters or lime scooters. You can get on these electric scooters around Melbourne and um, get around, right? Makes it easy to get around. I don't really get them, but I have started using them predominantly because often I, because I'm single, I go into the city a lot on the weekends for drinks and stuff, end up being stuck with no Ubers. So I get on one of those scooters and just scoot all the way home, right? Because I'm, I'm just in Richmond. It's up the road from the city. It's quick. Anyway, basically... Every time I feel like such an idiot because every time I'm on one of these scooters, it like caps out at 15 kilometers an hour. And I'm sort of on the scooter being like, oh yeah, I guess this is convenient, but it feels very, very slow. Like I want to go much faster than this. And I'm like, but I guess you can't, it just caps out. Well, I'll let you know, I'll let you in on a little secret that I found out because on the weekend I was going to uh, one of my friend's houses um, in the afternoon on Saturday. And I thought, oh, it's a lovely day outside. Rather than getting an Uber there and um, getting an Uber across town, I'm going to get one of these scooters and just scoot across. Might take 20 minutes. That'll be fun. It'll be nice. Put a podcast on. Go scoot. Realize halfway through this scooter ride, there's literally a button on the scooter that puts you into fast mode and lets you go up to 20 kilometers an hour. For the past like four weeks, I've been using these scooters all the time, going the slowest possible pace, having no idea that you can go faster. And boy, oh boy, do I feel like an idiot. Why do they not tell you when you get on, hey, press this to go faster? I'm going at a snail's pace down here. 
just sort of on the scooter going like, well, this is boring. There's people walking faster than me on the sidewalk. And I must have been paying more money because the rides were taking much longer. I must have looked like the biggest idiot. Suddenly I find this, literally this big button that says fast mode and I press it. And then it it changed my life. Now I like them even more. I actually quite like these scooters. Like I'm actually coming around on these scooters. But had the shock of my life because basically I'm in Richmond. I was going to my friend's house. He lives in Turak. Now, if you're not familiar with Melbourne geography, there's basically a, there's a big river that goes through Richmond, uh, goes through the whole of Melbourne. It's the Yarra River, right? Goes through the city, goes through everywhere, you know, and a lot, a lot of people are like, oh, do you live south of the river or north of the river? Whatever. I don't care for it. Thought I'm going to get a scooter all the way to my friend's place in Turak. Had to cross over the river. If you're familiar with the geography of Melbourne, had to cross over the river. Now, again, I'm riding this scooter and I get, I, I cross the river and then I'm going into Turak. Turak is like a very rich part of Melbourne. It's the richest suburb in Melbourne. All the rich people live here. The, the houses are massive. It's all mansions. And I'm, I cross over the bridge of the river on the scooter and you know, you're coming from a river. So you're at the bottom, you know, you're at the river level. And then it's basically all uphill in Turak. Turak is just hills, lots of big hills from the riverbank upwards with massive houses. And I'm on this scooter scooting around. And I realize that there's no foot traffic in this area of Melbourne because everyone's really rich and are not walking up and down these big hills all the time. And suddenly the scooter goes outside of range switching off power. I was like, what? Turns out I've gone outside of the range, which I didn't realize the scooters had. And I'm no longer in range of where the scooter can be powered. So the scooter turns off. I'm in this hilly area. I then have to manually scoot back down the hill, cross over the bridge where there's this big roundabout. If you're from Melbourne, you probably know exactly where I'm talking about. This big roundabout. I'm manually scooting because you have to scoot on the road. Cars are beeping me. I am that guy. I must look like the biggest idiot on the road because I didn't know how to get the scooter back started and I had to get back to a spot where it could power on. And I'm literally just scooting on the road. Cars are beeping me. I'm on this roundabout. I am just panicking. I have to scoot all the way across the bridge till it finally lets me pack the scooter up and get rid of it. I have to pay the fee. And then I have to walk the rest of the way. Undoubtedly one of the worst experiences of my life. Neuron scooter. Won't be using them again. Locked me out. Then I realize, of course, they lock you out on these these hilly areas of Turak because the scooters don't even have, it barely had enough power to get me up the hill, even in the fast mode. I don't know. It was a, it was a, it was a crazy weekend, but then I just ended up hanging out with, with one of my mates and playing FIFA at his place, which was actually really fun. So, you know, you win some, you lose some, I guess. FIFA's good. Uh, the namesake of this episode though, um, I, I got to do some, some flashing back here because, you know, sometimes I'm really on point. I'm, I'm very on point with my predictions about the world. And this is one of those times. Earlier in the year, I talked about Ed Sheeran. And I, um, I made this point that Ed, was a, Ed Sheeran was a marketing genius. Um, I won't explain it too much, but basically he collaborates with everyone in music. He's, he's just an endless collaborator. 
Um, I've actually dug up some of the audio from an earlier episode from this year because I think it kind of proves a point I was trying to make. So let's uh, let's flash back a bit to earlier this year. March 2nd, 2022. Ed Sheeran is a genius, a strategic, meticulous, scheming genius, and we didn't even realise it. He's been doing it under our nose for years and he's been building to it. Calling, as I said, BTS within five years. Who else do I think he'll collaborate with? Who's some... Uh, Kid Leroy, big possibility. Get into a younger market, get into someone, you know, someone Australian. Surprise there hasn't been a Paul McCartney collaboration. I know he wrote the song Love Yourself for Justin Bieber, so the Bieber one makes sense. He will collaborate with anyone. So every single demographic goes, oh, I guess Ed Sheeran's cool. If I was... If Ed Sheeran did a, did a song with Blink-182, I would be like, fuck yeah. Like, I already love Ed Sheeran, but I'd be like, yes, Ed Sheeran, now I'm going to listen to all your music and get into you. That's what he does. He plants a little seed and he gets you in. Yeah, nice revisiting that because my theory remains. Ed Sheeran is such a mastermind at this that I think what he actually does is he saturates the market and almost forces you to like him, Right. Because I think there are a lot of people who would think that Ed Sheeran is really overexposed and annoying, particularly like people into more indie or sophisticated music, not poppy music. I really like Ed Sheeran's music. But what he does is is he collaborates with all these really big artists that have really devoted fan bases. And basically, if anyone in those in those sort of subcultures or fandoms see that song collaboration with Ed Sheeran, suddenly they're like, oh, well, I guess if if my favourite artist in the world likes Ed Sheeran, then I kind of like him too. Like if my favourite artist will collaborate with Ed Sheeran, then yeah, I'll collaborate with him too. Examples. Ed Sheeran has collaborated with Eminem and 50 Cent. Give me a song with Eminem and 50 Cent in the club. He has collaborated with Justin Bieber. Cause I don't care. He has collaborated with Chance the Rapper. My best example of what I'm saying, and I think I did it in the last episode, is the song Perfect, the beautiful song. Um, you look perfect tonight, right? Ed Sheeran, he, 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 he doesn't even... Re- here's what he did. Release that as a single, just Ed Sheeran. Then releases a follow-up single, the same song, featuring Beyonce. Baby, I... Get all those Beyonce listeners in. Then... He, he, and here's the greatest stroke of genius with him, the next two. Releases the single again with Italian opera singer Andrea Bocelli. Now, again, this is where Ed Sheeran is such a genius because people like my nonna, who doesn't know any Western music, her favourite song is Que Sera Sera, Whatever Will Be Will Be, right? She hears this song and suddenly... She loves Ed Sheeran, and this is one of the most beautiful songs she's ever heard, and she loves it, right? My 88-year-old nonna, who knows no Western music, now knows Ed Sheeran because he collaborated with Andrea Bocelli. And, of course, the next one, which is when his song, Bad Habits, hit pop single, he did a remix collaboration with post-hardcore band Bring Me the Horizon. Suddenly, if you're a fan of Bring Me the Horizon, a post-hardcore metal kind of band, they've collaborated with Ed Sheeran. So now it's okay 
for you to like Ed Sheeran, right? This is what he does. Now, here is the next step. In that little flashback clip I posted, I said that Ed Sheeran would probably collaborate with BTS. Now, admittedly, he hasn't, but that was me saying Ed Sheeran will collaborate with like the biggest boy band in the world with an enormous international fan base and a huge population of people, young people who love that band, right? For the same reasons. Now, admittedly, he hasn't. Coldplay did, but Ed Sheeran hasn't done that. He's actually gone one better. Ed Sheeran has collaborated with Pokemon. You make me feel I'll say it again. Ed Sheeran has collaborated on a single with Pokemon. Why is this a big deal? Why does this prove my point? This is more genius than BTS because Pokemon is the most profitable and biggest multimedia franchise on planet Earth. That's not an oversell. It literally is. Go and look it up. It's the most profitable and biggest media franchise in the world. So Ed Sheeran, he's collaborated with Eminem. He's collaborated with 50 Cent. He's collaborated with Chance the Rapper. He's collaborated with Bruno Mars. He's collaborated with Beyonce. He's collaborated with every big musician in the world, making sure everybody who is a fan of all of these musicians from all of these different genres and demographics of music know his music and think it's cool to like him. And then he goes, you know what? Let's not collaborate with any more musicians. Let's just do a team up with the biggest company in the world. Let's just do a team up with the most profitable media franchise in the world. His song, this new song, Celestial, is going to be featured in the new Pokemon games on Nintendo Switch, Scarlet and Violet. This is undoubtedly one of the most genius marketing moves ever. The idea of teaming up with this franchise. Now, a generation of children, new children, are going to hear this song and they're going to love it. This song is designed for kids to love it. It's so motivational and cheesy. You make me feel like my troubled heart is a million miles away. Everyone working at Ed Sheeran Incorporated knew what they were doing here. The entire music video is filled with with Ed Sheeran interacting with Pokemon. He like he interacts with a Snorlax, he interacts with a Lapras, there's a Charmander, there's a Pikachu. Admittedly, Pikachu doesn't do any rapping or, or singing because he couldn't, but still, it is just absolutely amazing. The, 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 the music video ends with him turning on a Game Boy Color with Pokemon on it. It's just, this guy... I'm telling you, BTS, I still think will happen in the next few years, Ed Sheeran and BTS collaboration, but wow, I just think this is just, you know, this is just a mutually beneficial deal for all parties and Ed Sheeran is a genius for doing this. I genuinely think this is one of the smartest collaboration projects he could have done. Amazing work by Ed. Stand by you, mate. I do need to do an update on another thing I talked about last week that has blown up a bit as well. Things are really blowing up, by the way, online. Um, The TikTok is, you know, getting hundreds of thousands of views. The YouTube shorts are getting thousands of views. Instagram trailing behind a bit. But if you do want to see short clips of this show, like if you're listening to this right now, just so you know, and you're new, welcome. And you're like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm interested in this, but I don't know if I can commit to like 45 minutes to an hour every week with Mikey. 
I put I put short clips of this show on YouTube with like the the different sort of segments broken up five to you know three to ten minutes really. So if you do want to just subscribe onto my YouTube channel Radio Mike, you can just listen to the parts you want to listen to or watch the parts you want to watch. Um, I'd really appreciate that, and it's going really well. The channel on YouTube is growing. It's been stagnant for a while, so yeah, get across all the socials. Um, I've realized. And, and I'm going to do an update on the typo scenario from last week. But first of all, what I've realized is because we've been growing online, I've just noticed, and I, and I always knew this, but I didn't realize it was this bad. The comments section on the internet, just across all platforms, the people that comment on TikTok and YouTube videos have the lowest possible IQ in the world. Like some of the comments that I see on my posts are beyond some of the stupidest shit I have ever seen in my life. And it is actually beyond me that some people could think that they're making a smart comment with what they're saying. Here's a, here's a little note because I've, I, I noticed that I, I was hanging out with Keelan, long-time listeners of the show know my friend Keelan, um, I was hanging out with Keelan and he said, oh, you have a very niche sense of humor, which I actually don't think is, is correct. I think I have an educated sense of humor. Just putting it out there. I have a bachelor's degree, whatever, university educated. That's what you get from this podcast. Like, but I think because I have, because I have a really dry and sort of, um, not deadpan, but I have like a dry sense of humor. I think I say things, for example, and I'll just get into it. The typo incident from last week. I basically have claimed that Typo is using my copyright on their paper bags by putting Radio Mike on their paper bags and I'm Radio Mike. Now, obviously, if you don't get that, obviously it is a joke. I don't act, I'm not going to sue Typo. I don't actually think that Typo is infringing on my copyright. It is all a joke, guys. It is all satire. People on the internet don't understand it. They think that I'm actually being serious and I actually think I can sue them, which is ludicrous. Absolutely insane that anyone could possibly think that. Beyond insane. It's like just nothing I say in this show should be taking liter- taken literally. This whole show is facetious as fuck and it's all a joke. Please understand that. And look, what I want to do is I've got this new game show idea that I might do every couple of weeks because the comments make me laugh so much at the stupidity of some of the people on TikTok and YouTube and, and everywhere that I wanted to play a brand new game and um, it, it's called this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the dumbest comment I received all week and we've got a huge fuckwit tonight. Here's your host, Radio Mike. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, got this comment on the typo video this week. Um, and again, I've explained that, that that's a joke, by the way. It's, it's just a joke. It's not, it's not serious. I don't actually think that typo is infringing on my copyright. Uh, someone, I'm not going to say their name because frankly, they don't deserve any publicity for this idiocy. This, this, is, this is no joke what someone wrote as a comment on the video. 
you are either insane or very bad at making jokes. A radio mic is a microphone that uses radio frequency wireless connectivity in lieu of cables. Congratulations, fuckwit. You've won the dumbest thing I've seen all week. The dumbest comment I've received all week. Okay? The idea that this person thinks that I don't understand that radio mic on the typo paper bag is referring to a microphone is just, honestly, it, it, my, my brain starts melting and smelling like a volcano from the thought that this person could genuinely think that I don't know that. That this person can hear me speak with my apparently niche sense of humour and not understand the dry satire that I am doing. Like, the the fact... May, and you know what? Maybe I'm not good. Maybe I am terrible at making jokes because if people actually watch any of these videos and think that I am actually serious about any of the stuff I am saying and don't understand that it's a joke and there's a little bit of theatre of the mind going on where you kind of suspend your disbelief and you're like, ah, oh, this is funny. Mike's going to bloody take typo to court. That's fun. Layers and layers here, right? But some people on the internet are just so stupid that they simply don't get it. And I just had to start this new game to start actually showing... Because I've started replying to TikTok comments as well. Just just replying to the dumbest people on the internet. I don't know why, but I do find it quite fun. Um, I got to say as well, the typo thing did, did really hit off. Typo, if you are watching this, I am still expecting my $100 gift card. You haven't contacted me yet, but I don't think you can hide from the people. Over 50,000 views on that video, Typo. What are you going to do about it? You're infringing on my copyright, guys. And the comments are all tagging Typo. Thank you to everyone who did tag Typo. Typo, 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 all in the comments, calling out Typo for copyright infringement. And then what did I see today? I go on Typo's TikTok. They've posted a new video. Comment section is full of at Radio Mike needs to hear from you. At Radio Mike, respond to him. Respond to Mike. Talk to Mike. Mike needs answers. So thank you to all the good people who are getting around the gag and telling Typo that they need to they need to respond. I'm just going to check the Instagram stories because I tagged them. Have they seen it? No. No one from Typo has currently seen it. But yeah, the comments have absolutely started coming through. So I, you know... Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> I literally just, re- I'm not joking. I literally just refreshed my TikTok and Typo have commented on the TikTok. <laughs> and they've started following me. Oh my God. This is, this. that is too good to be true. That is absolutely too good to be true. Typo has commented. Fucking, I cannot believe the timing on that. Looks like we've been giving you free PR since 2009. You're welcome, by the way. But since you asked nicely, check your DMs. Guys, we fucking did it. This is how we got grilled. This is how we got typo. And you bloody bet we will do it again. We will make every brand cave because that's what we do on this show. And let's open the DMs. Fuck, 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 fuck. This is 
unbelievable. I'm checking my DMs. I I don't see any. I don't see any message from Typo. Typo, is it my ins? Where are my TikTok DMs? Okay, I'm gonna pause down on the pod and come back in a sec because I need to work this out. Excuse this interruption, teachers and students. Hey guys, here's a question for you. Do you get to the end of this podcast and go, ah, it's over. I was loving that. I wish I could keep listening to Mike talk. He has such a soothing and romantic voice. No, that's not true at all. I have quite a... I think my voice is the opposite of romantic. But anyway, anyway, uh, you can listen to me talk for a little bit longer over on the Patreon right now, patreon.com slash Radio Mike on the TCB Overflow podcast, where I just kind of talk a little bit more about my personal life of the week in there, as well as that. Jump on as well for as little as a dollar a month again for the Pat and Mike show. We actually follow up on some of the big topics I talk about on this show uh, with producer Pat and uh, delve into a few other things as well. There's two bonus podcasts on the Patreon now and you can sign up. It's it's a dollar a month, which is $12 a year. That's three coffees a year, guys. Don't pretend you wouldn't get coffee with me three times a year because quite frankly, you would. Because I'm charming and I'm friendly and I'm nice and I'm a good conversation. So you would. You'd go on three coffee dates with me and then you'd ghost me, but you'd still listen to my podcast. So anyway, jump on the Patreon and uh, we'll see you there. The Patreon's overflowing with content, guys. All right, let's get back to this episode of the show. I'm Peter Griffin and this is Radio Mike's podcast, 20th Century Boy. Enjoy the show. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, guys. Um, I uh, I just replied to Typo's comment and I said, um, I basically just said, hey, I've checked. I, I, this was said, thanks for getting in touch and agreeing to settle this out of court. Love you, Typo. I've checked my DMs but haven't seen anything yet. Standing by. It's That's good news. They're, they're, willing, they're willing to talk. They're willing to reach some kind of an agreement. And that is fantastic. Okay. Um, check the Instagram radio.mike this week. I'm sure I will update it as, um, as the time comes because, uh, yeah, I, I won't be able to answer it on the podcast as it's literally just happened live, but yep. Check out the Instagram or the TikTok. I will definitely have an update on it at some point soon. How long will we be going for? Okay. Uh, two more things before we end the show today. Last week again, um, I started a campaign to get, what I would argue is the theme song of the show nowadays. Sean Kingston's song, Me Love, to be played on the radio on Triple J's Requestival, where Triple J plays songs uh, that listeners request. Thank you to everybody, the tens of people who popped in Requestival submissions for Me Love. Lots of people did. And I appreciate it. I spammed the Triple J text line um, for a few hours just saying, play Me Love by Sean Kingston. Never happened. They didn't play it, which was disappointing. And over the years of this show, there are a number of songs that have become synonymous with the show. There is a playlist on Spotify called the 20th Century Boy playlist that features all of these songs. All songs that have just had a relevance to the show over the years. Um you know, for example, I, I just added Where Is The Love by The Black Eyed Peas, um, Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo, Riptide by Vance Joy, um, You Raise Me Up by Westlife, Chikatita by ABBA was a big one for a while. There's one song, look, we didn't get Me Love played. It was disappointing. But I did notice that one song from the 20th Century Boy playlist was played. 
And I think that this was a little nod to the listeners of this show. I think someone on Triple J was on our side that day. I think there was some discussion about playing Sean Kingston's song, Me Love, but I think they might've gone, oh, it's just, it just doesn't quite hit our demographic. So instead, we actually got another song played from our playlist, which is the next best thing. Because, and I may or may not have audio here, but I can say for a fact that at 11.31 a.m. on the 1st of October, 2022, this happened on Triple J. But there was also some real, I don't know, left of field, some gnarly requests coming through as well, the likes of, um, I don't know, theme songs, intro songs, and this one in particular that I want to chuck on for you right now. An artist that you can't find on Triple J Unearthed if you tried, but Kermit. From the Muppet movie, it's Rainbow Connection. Reliving some of the requests throughout the week here on Triple J. Good morning. Why are so many songs about- Kermit the Frog's classic song, The Rainbow Connection. Of course, this is a... I don't even remember when or why The Rainbow Connection became a long-running gag on this show (laughs) like it was okay I actually do now okay I watched the Muppets movie with Jason Siegel and I and the song it's a great song and then we all watched a song a Chinese movie from the 90s called the Dream Factory lots of listeners all jumped in a zoom call and we streamed it in the zoom call and watched it the reason we watched that is another story but during that zoom call everyone that was on it kept doing why are there so many movies about the dream? Fa- Just different. Why are there so? If you yeah, anyway, it's a dumb joke, and they played it on Triple J. I like to think that is a shout out to this podcast from the nation's youth broadcaster. So, from twentieth century boy to Triple J, we salute you. Thank you for playing our song. <laughs> well, one of our songs. Go and check out the that playlist as well. Okay, one more thing today before we do the plug. Um. And this this is kind of a plug in itself, actually. Um, Realised on Facebook memories recently that uh, it's actually been three years. It's the third birthday of Release the Sounds. If you're new to the show and you're new to me, because it was three years ago and I've grown a lot in three years, Release the Sounds was actually a band that Jack Post and I did in 2019. We released an album of uh, a 27 minute album with I think eight songs on it with our band Release the Sounds. And it was basically like a comedy pop punk, pop punk album of sorts. I've actually got the CD right here on the mantelpiece. There's the CD there, Release the Sounds. That's our album signed by me and Jack. That was, it, it's amazing that that was three years ago because that was one of the funnest projects I've ever done. And I think it still kind of has a little life of its own. Like some of our biggest songs over on Spotify and you can listen over on Spotify now. Yeah, the Instagram song, which I wrote in Tokyo in 2018, which was a reflection of how I felt about social media at the time in a comedic sense, over 15,000 listens. And, you know, that's not huge, but the idea that a song that I wrote has 15,000 listens on Spotify is awesome. And I think that's great. And it was just when me and Jack had sort of started becoming close friends and we just started 
doing. Um, he just suggested that we do this band and I thought it was really, really fun. And um, we we went to this guy's studio and he produced the album for us, Yuri Warrenschak, and we released a whole bunch of cool music, did some music videos, including one featuring um, the drummer Matt O'Gorman from British India, a famous Australian band. Even like, it's amazing looking back because even in the music video for the Instagram song, Sammy Garlep, who's now a regular on Harry Potter and the Boys, he was in that music video. And so was Zach Miller, who's also been on Harry Potter and the Boys a lot of times. They were all around then. And it's just amazing how much time has passed since we did that project. It was so fun writing these songs with Jack, going over to Jack's or going over to mine and just jamming and writing funny, dumb songs that still exist and I just wanted to do a little reflection of it here. Um, I still have so many demo songs that I wanted to do, but we just got so busy and then COVID happened. Now Jack has a baby, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I loved doing the release the sounds and yeah, my Facebook memory said, Hey, three years ago today you were doing release the sounds. So I just wanted to call out if you're new to my content and you haven't heard the release the sounds album, just head on to uh, Spotify or wherever you listen to music, type in release the sounds. And I just, I'm not a DJ, but I just wanted to put a, just a small little package together of of our songs just so you can get a vibe for them. Again, I'm not a DJ, so it's it's pretty rough, but I just wanted to feature the songs and remember that we did this and it was an awesome time and it was heaps of fun. You were a puppet this whole time, you were attached to string. You were a puppet this whole time. Ave Maria, la bella to me, you're making me free, you're making me feel so Ave Maria Right in a wrong, right in a wrong, right in a wrong She likes my posts. My sister's boyfriend always likes my posts. I should have known better. Pants up. I really should have known better. Even just hearing some of that gives me like kind of goosebumps because it's like, you know, I guess you guys hear like a three and a half minute song or a three minute song, but I just remember every funny moment and, and every single, yeah, just, just, all the laughter that went into writing some of those dumb lyrics in those songs. And if you like pop punk music or just funny, dumb music, like that's what this album was supposed to be. We did want to do live shows. We never did because of COVID. And yeah, it was just such a fun project three years ago. Wanted to mark that here. And I would love for you to check it out and let me know what you think if you haven't before. Because yeah, if you like Jack Post music on the Hamish and Andy show, it's all just an extension of that. And I was so one thing I will say to Jack is like, I was so, I felt so privileged to have been asked to do this with him at the time. Cause I was still pretty new to the industry and Jack always was just 
so willing to take me under his wing and do projects with me and and thought always supported me and thought I was funny and also really encouraged me to do this show this podcast in the first place so yeah I think three years ago if you go three years back on this podcast feed at this point in time I will be talking about release the sounds and and going into studios and recording this album so yeah again I wanted to mark that I wanted to remember those memory remember yeah remember those memories because that's kind of what life is just remembering because I I actually saw the reminder I was like wow three years ago that's awesome and the songs still come up on my um on my shuffle from time to time and and yeah I I love them and I love all these songs and they all kind of remind me of really fun times so I hope um if you haven't checked it out check the album out and if you have checked it out, listen to it again. Um, if you have one of those original Release the Sound CDs, because we sold a bunch of CDs, signed CDs, um, send me a message. I'd love to I'd love to know back then who was buying the CDs and stuff, because again, it was so, so long ago. Okay, um, I did have one more thing I was going to talk about, and I might do that next week as well. So uh, I don't like these pods going too much longer than 50 minutes, but yeah, let's do this. The plug. A uh, couple things for this week. One, release the sounds again. Two is Patreon, patreon.com slash radio mic, as you would have heard in the mid-roll to this if you're in the audio version. Uh, again, you get the Overflow podcast. That is up now when you're listening to this, a little bit extra. And the new and improved Pattern Mic show, we released the first episode publicly on this feed last week. Check it out. Basically, the Pattern Mic show is also another sort of appendage to this because there's always one deep dive into a topic we talked about this week. So last week, me and Pat, the producer of this show, by the way, talked about um, The Little Mermaid being black and and we talk a little bit more intellectually and a little bit more um, less comedic, a bit more intellectually, but there are still comedic moments. Here is a little teaser of what you're missing over on the Pat and Mike show um, and the further discussion we have about topics on this show. Yeah, I know there was so much discourse from that. I think there was some right-wing commentary who said, oh, like, scientifically, she shouldn't be black. And it's like... Wait, 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 wait. Someone said, scientifically, a mermaid shouldn't be black. Yeah. Does he know? Like, he does know that mermaids don't <laughs> exist, right? Let's not... Yeah. Let's know that. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, okay. but no, I agree with you, man. Scientifically, like, I think... nothing in the movie makes sense. There's a singing Jamaican lobster, guys. This is yeah. my point. That's just the fundamental point, is that there is no science. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. So definitely check out the Pat and Mike show. A dollar a month on Patreon is all it takes, and it really supports us. It really supports the show. If you can give more, please give more. But yeah, the Pat and Mike show is it's going to be really fun, and, and we're going to record them every Thursday, so you'll get one every week as well as the overflow. So much bonus content. Harry Potter and the Boys is really heating up, and it's super exciting. It is honestly, I've said it once, I'll say it again. It's my favorite bit of content that I do. I love 20th Century Boy, but Harry Potter and the Boys, I laugh so harder. Like when I do this pod, I don't laugh as much. Like I hope you guys laugh, but I don't laugh because I'm not bouncing off anyone. But when I'm in the room with Sam or whoever else the guest is, I laugh so much. It's a Harry Potter fanfic I wrote when I was 13. It is so crazy, zany, wacky and dumb and has so many penis, boobs and masturbation and poo references and fart jokes. Um, But here is just one of my favorite all-time favorite moments um, from this podcast from last week's episode, which was uh, from this week's episode rather, which was chapter 22, I think. 
Or chapter, tw- yeah, chapter 22, the dick day party. Spells began shooting out of their wands, attacking various students and teachers. Harry began flailing around the rooms, blocking killing curses by holding up students and objects to take them for him. <laughs> he was screaming nonsensically in a high-pitched wail like a girl and flailing his arms around. He began moonwalking towards the door, <laughs> making Michael Jackson noises. <laughs> So he's absolutely love that. Check that out. Uh, Hamish Nandy's remembering project over on Listener is still happening, I think. So there's a bunch of new episodes there that I pop in on from time to time. I'm pretty sure for the time being, that's everything for the plug this week. Again, uh, oh, the, the only other thing I'd love to request is if you're listening on Spotify right now, can you please give it a five-star rating on the homepage of this pod? If you're listening on Apple, five stars as well. And if you could also um, leave a written review, that always means the world. And I appreciate people leaving those. It helps push us up, helps more people see the pod and see that the pod is good. And um, as well as that, if you could comment, share the posts around, share the reels and TikToks around, put them on your story, put them on the group chat, say, hey, this is a funny podcast. Look what this guy's doing. Oh my God, this guy got typo to give him a gift card, etc., etc. right? And um, that really helps grow it. So if you haven't done that, if you like something on the show, please share it with your mates. Get more people into the pod. I'd appreciate that so much, guys. I'm going to go. I'll speak to you next week. For Patreon listeners, I'll catch you on the overflow and on Pat and Mike later in the week. But yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. See you next week. The show is over. What are you going to do now? Honestly, what what are you going to do? Nothing? Kind of sounds like you're going to do nothing and you're just going to sit there in your car or doing your chores or whatever it is you do when you listen to this podcast and you're going to be like, oh, fuck, I wish there was something else to listen to. Well, good news because there is. Patreon.com slash Radio Mike, the overflow is up right now. It's just an extra 20 minutes. So I'll keep you entertained for another 20 minutes. Just sign up to the Patreon and you get it. It's there right now. It's there whenever this podcast is up, the overflow goes up with it. Go and listen to it. I'll see you there. Good. Listen. Listen now. Listen. If you don't listen, something really bad might happen. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Well, now you know. All right. Bye, guys. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. Radiomikepod at gmail.com.